millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. In the gaming industry, you can spend the better part of a decade deciding precisely how to roll out your game of choice, secure a ton of funding, refine preview builds, and get a global fan base excited, then become Cyberpunk 2077. Conversely, sometimes all it takes is one good idea, and in Among Us's case, a team of three people, and you can become an overnight sensation with enough revenue to see you through to retirement. With such a volatile risk-reward space, there are some truly brilliant games over the years that, for whatever reason, never got the eyeballs they deserve. I'm Scott from WhatCulture.com, and these are eight video games that never got their due. Number 8. Sunset Overdrive Insomniac's forgotten game that isn't the focus-tested to death abomination fuse, Sunset Overdrive is a hyper-coloured athletic action platformer that was sadly chained to one of the worst-received consoles in living memory. Yes, the Xbox One killed or at least drastically minimised the reach of awesome titles like Sunset Overdrive and Quantum Break. Microsoft's choice to sell a system based off voice commands and messy DRM made everyone opt for a PS4, and that meant Insomniac's super playable, super enjoyable and experimental Super Overdrive was left with empty seats. Powdery explosions, inventive boss battles, a great character customizer, and very inventive weapons, Sunset Overdrive is more of Insomniac's immaculately animated overblown carnage, twinned with a new traversal system that lets you bounce off or grind on everything across Sunset City. While we're here, by the way, Insomniac have given us Sunset Overdrive, Ratchet and Clank's soft reboot, 2018 Spider-Man, Spider-Man Miles Morales, Spider-Man Remastered, and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, all within the last 10 years. Just saying they need to stop being celebrated as one of the best developers in the world right now. Number 7. Astral Chain There was a time when Platinum Games took on a whole bunch of licensed IP contracts to pay the bills. It gave us Transformers Devastation, The Legend of Korra, and a pretty terrible Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, but alongside were the likes of Bayonetta 2 and Nier Automata. What seemed to completely slink by though, despite it having a gorgeous presentation and addictive combat, was Astral Chain. The only Platinum release of 2019 and a Switch exclusive, Astral Chain's big hook is a unique control scheme based around tethering your character to legions. Summonable creatures ranging from a cyberpunk wolf to a giant tank-like mech, you then use the right analog stick to wrap your chain around enemies, catch them while charging, or use it to get around faster. Standard melee, specials, and finishers are in here too, bulking out your weapon selections, power-up states, and which tag team moves you can pull off. Taken all together and contrasted against the amount of third-person combat models Platinum have made, this is easily one of their best, but their most overlooked. Number 6. Road Redemption 
Across the 2010s, not one but two heavily Road Rash-inspired spiritual sequels entered development, Road Rage and Road Redemption. It resulted in two Kickstarter campaigns, two sets of updates happening for two games that could hopefully take the likes of Road Rash 3D and Road Rash 64 and bring it to a new era. Well, where Road Rage is an absolute tire fire, EQ Games and Pixel Dash's Road Redemption, after literal years of updates, finally became what we always wanted after its final 2019 patch. Speed on these bikes is crazy fast, a nice array of weapons let you take out opponents and the police with sword decapitations, Terminator 2 style spinning shotguns or just a charged kick, launching your foes into someone else. A roguelike structure carries some upgrades across multiple playthroughs, meaning you'll eventually start runs with booster rockets, a sledgehammer in hand and plenty of nitrous in the tank. Road Redemption took an age to get over the finish line with any confidence, but playing today feels like a lost 90s style gem in the best way. Number 5. The Takeover Having a delayed, staggered release across PC and consoles thanks to being put together by two people, one Antonis Pelican 13 Pelicanos and awesome YouTuber Matthew Matt McMuscles Kawalewski, the takeover does everything I personally wanted from Streets of Rage 4, knocking it out the park with a mentality of pure arcadey fun. As mentioned, this was in development since at least 2017, but with Streets of Rage 4 and even Mother Russia Bleeds getting attention through brand recognition or placement on a Devolver E3 showcase, it's over to raw recommendations to get the word out, because the takeover is hands down some of the most fun I've had with any video game. Core combat is powerful and flashy with screen filling specials and a firearm letting you keep enemies at bay. The campaign segues into a random zombie survival mission as you pick up a machine gun, and there's even a tribute to Sega's Afterburner series in one level, with the roster and combo possibilities being super diverse throughout. Simply because this is a tiny development team, it allows for a lot of personality and direct homages to gaming's finest IP to come through. Here's to the takeover picking up more speed now it's finally on consoles because this is easily the most recommendable modern brawler in quite some time. Number 4. Recall how expected should we be to go back and see if a busted launch game ever got any better? But sometimes there are meaningful fixes and overhauls applied to titles that flopped, and they're absolutely worth another look. Step forward another Xbox One game, Recall, whose definitive edition was another name for the one we actually finished. With a fourth mech that was half implemented now available, and the game's back third not being a series of barren maps, it lets you focus on the positives. An awesome story written by Halo's Joseph Staten, and some cool gameplay ideas from Mega Man co-creator KJ Inafune. While pretty short and with only a few level biomes, Recall's platforming is still tight enough, and auto-targeting combat puts the impetus on movement. A push-and-pull tether system has you extracting coloured orbs from enemies, that you then feed back into your own mechs, matching colour types and sidekick attacks to do the most damage. Recall still won't blow anyone away, but its final state, also on Game Pass, is a hell of a lot better than where we started in 2016. Number 3. PsyOps The Mindgate Conspiracy Somewhere along the way, game developers were thoroughly put off using Havoc physics over handcrafted animations. Blame the likes of Hideo Kojima ushering in a wave of Hollywood chasing cinematics and immersion. Either way, one game that reveled in letting you pick up enemies, parts of the environment, or anything in between was Midway's PsyOps. Using telekinetic powers that expand into more nefarious things like straight up immolating foes and throwing them at each other, levels were built to encourage experimentation. Maybe you squash an NPC with a statue. Maybe you float into the sky on a crate for some aerial shots. Their head explodes and makes the last guy in the room run for his life. Either way, PsyOps' mandate of do crazy stuff with your mind the game was overshadowed by releasing in the same year as spotlight stealers like Halo 2, Metal Gear Solid 3, The Chronicles of Riddick, Half-Life 2, Spider-Man 2, and Splinter Cell Pandora Tomorrow. Yes, 2004 was a great year for games. 
Number 2. Cameo Elements of Power Rare have often been cited as the Western Nintendo, rolling out the mighty Banjo-Kazooie in the shadow of Super Mario 64. But with Cameo launching on Xbox 360 at the close of 2005, for whatever reason, that reputation just didn't translate into sales. As the Xbox 360 quickly garnered a reputation for more mature titles like Condemned Criminal Origins, Perfect Dark Zero, and even the pretty solid King Kong movie tie-in, Cameo just couldn't seem to fit in. And while that now makes for one hell of a hidden gem if you bust it out on an Xbox One X or Series X with enhanced resolution and auto HDR, seriously, this game has one of the best auto upgrades around, it left Cameo as a title only a fraction of 360 owners picked up. Playing today, you'll enjoy a varied combat model with a handful of creatures to transform into, an eye-popping color palette retroactively making Cameo feel like a Nintendo 64 game out of time, and some levels filled with a stupid amount of NPCs just to show off what the 360 hardware could do. And number 1, Titanfall 1 and 2. Until every outlet under the sun recognizes Titanfall 2 as the best shooter of the 2010s and one of the finest of all time, its due is nowhere near paid just because some player numbers spiked on Steam every couple of years. No, following the first game being overlooked thanks to being shackled to the ailing Xbox One, Titanfall 2's release marked the most boneheaded move on EA's part since segmenting Mass Effect 3's DLC. Dropping it as some way to contend with 2016's Call of Duty, Titanfall 2 was released one week after Battlefield 1, and one week before Infinite Warfare. Yes, Infinite Warfare marked a low point for the franchise, but it still meant millions of players held onto their cash just to see what Infinity Ward's release was really like, or they bought Battlefield instead. Honestly, it's such a shame because Respawn prioritized movement options and kineticism across both titles. Titanfall 2 in particular nailed the power dynamics of summoning your titular Titan into the field, pairing it off with a grappling hook, meaty melee attacks, knee slides, wall runs, and an auto headshot targeting smart pistol. EA would note that the game didn't hit sales expectations even though it was their own fault, and Respawn have been forced to expand the Titanfall IP through Battle Royale Apex Legends, trying to establish some momentum before trying a main installment again. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.